Sarah and Vinny. Sarah and Vinny on Alice at 97.3. Alice at 97.3. Sarah and Vinny, Alice's morning show. What are you giggling uh, at? Well, people can't hear that uh, Alex can talk to us directly. You know, we're sitting at uh-huh. our houses and he, he's got this little talk back thing. And he is... It's so loud and overmodulated. It's like he's talking through one of those seventies fuzz boxes. Oh, cool! It's like, yep. mm-hmm. Ten seconds, lights are hot. Like this whole. And me and Bryn just like giggle about it. That's all. The end. Uh, seconds. Yeah, like that. Well, actually, though, when you talk over the regular mic, it's fine, and there's no overmodulation. It's whatever the talkback setting is. I'll be a little more quiet. You don't worry about it. It's, oh, yeah. We enjoy it. We laugh our like asses it. off at it. We all go, oh. Good morning. It's Friday morning, the best morning of the whole week, our weekly holiday. Thank God it's Friday. Have a great Friday, you mother. Clear all and cold out. It's a beautiful, it looks like it's yeah. going to be, right now I'm seeing blue skies, so the sun's mm. coming up. It's nice out. My clematis is blooming out of it. What a what day. What did you just say? Oh, what now? Every time. It's a flower. It's a vine flower. It sounds like something that you guys would want to talk about, but it isn't. It sounds very pretty. It is. Oh, my God. It's so pretty. Yeah. Can you eat it? Uh, No. It's (laughs) not edible. Smells nice, though. It has a very light scent. It's very nice. And it's climbing all over my pergola out there. (laughs) Happy Friday, everyone. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the, there you go. This part of the show is brought to you by our Instagram account, the Alice973 Instagram account. Oh, it's great. Oh, you haven't heard of it? Well, head on over. Um, we, all your favorite DJs are on there. We got V Hales, Whiskey Wednesdays, and Thirsty Thursdays, and all our show, everything. There's always something for every day. And then Jane has her musical adventures in the studio, and like, you know, whatever fashion she wants to highlight. Yep. Red tights or, you know, thigh-high boots, whatever. Those red tights were a thing, huh? I mean, I know that they, she was wearing them when we hung out with her, when we took our trip downstairs, but it's they were a thing. Like, whoa. Well, it's a big pop of color on a girl who really doesn't do that. Not right. often. Right. It's Bond. Jane's Bond. With the red tights on. Anyway, uh, you can also see our uh, clips of the day. We put up um, our little... You know, funny things where, you know, mm-hmm. Vinny's usually dancing or singing, you know, things like that. Put those right up there. Uh, and what does this say? Vinny shows us how to undo using technology. What does that mean? Oh, yeah. That was a that was a PSA that that day. We're sh- we're sharing our struggle with undoing tabs that we accidentally closed. That way, you know, people learn oh. to. So that they know how to open a, clo- a closed tab. Yeah, we share. You that. made that a clip of the day. Well, you know, we make all kinds of stuff, the clips of the days. I am <laughs> an important news story and desperately needed it back. And that made that. Wow. OK. Mm-hmm. Wow. You Jeez. know, somebody out there is like working and they go, oh, rats, cheese and rice. I closed this tab and they're going to be able to say, oh, okay. I learned how to do that through Vinny that right. day. I got it. I look I, instead of looking in edit, I look in file. It's amazing. <laughs> Which is, you know, counterintuitive. In my opinion. Uh, also, we all have personal accounts. Don't bother with mine. I'm, I'd never post on there. But you got at Vin Hassan, at Brittany Boy, at Niner925. 
Those guys. So and Sarah's active. at Clarky Clark, if you're wondering. Don't you can go her. back and stalk her from six years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the mm-hmm. only thing you're going to be able to do because I haven't posted in six years. So <laughs> enjoy. All right. There you go. Celebrity trash time. It's Friday, and we. Uh, I usually like to see what I'm going to see on my TV. Or s- it, people who are adventurous will actually go to movies, which is great. I think it's great. I And I... I'm looking forward to seeing how the AMC tiered seating, the different price tiers for the different, however good the seat is. I hope it all works out for them. I love movies. I don't want them to go away. I do enjoy the theater experience. I just don't enjoy it on a Friday or Saturday night where I'm packed in with 5,000 other people. I like it. And there's a few people in the theater. Midday movie. It's fine. Mm -hmm. But I do love movies. And, uh, you know, now that we can stream most of them at home within really... Not that long. It's fantastic. Magic Mike's Last Dance is out in theaters today. But, spoiler alert, there's no nudity in this. Oh. This is the one that after two movies where they're stripping down and at least showing, like, G-strings and thongs and stuff, they're not doing that in this movie. The answer is no. Magic Mike has got some power. I think it's Steven Soderbergh is the... Director, and he was saying, "You know what, sexy, sexy, the idea of love and romance—that's that—that's sexy." I'm like, "Okay, also, could Shut you guys up. shake your buns for us? It's a movie about strippers." Mm-hmm. But okay, well, one of the all-time rom-coms in the history of movies. The lead was a hooker, so I mean, you can, yeah. you know, I mean, like. Yeah, you're talking about Pretty Woman. Yeah, I mean, that's so, you know, I mean, maybe they're, they've, they're going for that. Like the, the love story, even though he, he's a stripper. So you're saying we didn't see that prostitute played by Julia Roberts actually being out there working the streets. And yet I'm, it still all made sense in the movie. I don't know why I'm even saying words. I'll never watch this. I've never watched any of them. And I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't Enjoy, everybody. Well, I hope so it's, a, it's, it's a home run. <laughs> Look, a, this is like a Flashdance ripoff. <laughs> I actually thought I was watching a trailer for Flashdance. All right, we go have the trailer. We'll put it up there. Uh, no nudity. Oh, my God. I'm actually not into watching dudes dance in general. Oh. Hmm, that's weird. I kind of like it. Uh, here's a money grab for you. Titanic, the 25th anniversary re-release. Classic 97 movie, you know, the one, Rose, Jack, The mm-hmm. Door, The Heart of the Sea. You've seen it 50 times. Your mom loves it. And she was a teenager when it came out. Uh, this is uh, this is for you if you want to give James Cameron more money. What? It's in theaters, you say? Yeah. Wow. It's the re-release, PG-13. Does that still mean that you can watch it at home if you wanted to, though? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Doesn't everyone who loves this own it? Loves this, owns it. Uh, then they got something. This one's in limited release. Uh, this is She Came from the Woods. It's a horror comedy about a group of counselors in 1987 who awaken an evil spirit on the last night of summer camp. And uh, Mike's mom from Stranger Things, she's in it. Oh, I like her. Yeah, me too. I do too. Uh, it, I mean, it seems silly, 
but we've got the trailer, and so we'll put that. It up actually sounds thing. good. Like I'll go. I would watch that. I won't go to a movie, but I do. Yeah, that sounds good. Summer camp, Keep- scary. It's good. Yep. Um, whoever played the Grim Reaper in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey uh, is also in this. His name's William Sadler. I don't know. Oh, that's I like the clawed fingers trying to. This does. This looks good. She came from the woods. Uh, on your television this weekend, things that are available there. Um, that romantic comedy starring Ashton Kutcher and Reese Witherspoon, where they, as they were promoting this movie and doing the premiere of it, they stood far apart from each other with their hands stiffly at their side so that no one would accuse them of having an affair. And now everyone says, oh, there's clearly strained relationship. And he's like, there's no winning. It's called Your Place or Mine. It's on Netflix. It's... Apparently, I don't understand this, but Ashton Kutcher and Reese Witherspoon are best friends and they swap lives for a week. He goes to L.A. to take care of her son and she goes dating in New York without realizing that he started to have feelings for her. Sounds great. For the record, I think they're overthinking it. You two work together. You're good friends. Take a picture with smiles and don't and let the tongues wag if that's what needs to happen. Right. Good God, man. I know. You know, you're going to act like you're it's worse if people for the film and for them, if people think you hate each other. Yeah. Like, oh, that seems like there's no chemistry between those people. Uh, Friday on HBO. And this is because of the Super Bowl. I have no doubt. Um, Episode five of The Last of Us, which is a post-apocalyptic zombie slash fungus uh, end of the world scenario show. The la- based on a video game, which I think, Alex, were you telling me you're playing through that? Yeah. Okay. We're- mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm playing it. I'm playing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wrong, 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 <laughs> wrong pod. And you, yeah. need to be, you need to be louder. Okay, too. I will turn up. Not like at the... Okay. Uh, yeah, so The Last of Us is a video game, and you are saying that you have not finished the video game and you want to do that first. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to finish it, then I'm going to go watch it, watch it. That's the plan. I see. It's a very sad game. There's not a lot of happiness in that one. So, well, all the people are being bitten and turned into fungus. Yeah, and then there's people attacking other people because it's just oh, there's no there's yeah, it's lawlessness and yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, I hope you successfully complete it and Thank that you, you enjoy the show. They say the show has departed quite a bit from the actual. Uh, the show's departed from the game, but it would have to, wouldn't it? Pedro Pascal and the little lady Mormont. Uh, it's happening tonight because the Super Bowl's on Sunday, and I guess they want to make sure that everybody gets a chance to watch it. Saturday, 8 o'clock on NBC. V- Vinny, remember? Who is Byron Allen? Byron Allen used to be on a big show, and I want to say this. Is it Real People? I, I can't remember, but he went on. I think on, it's real people. I think it's real people. I was going to say that's incredible, but I don't think it's that. I think it was called real people. Either way. That's right. Byron Allen has gone on to become somewhat of a of a media mogul. And I'm not quite sure how, but if you look him up, and I don't say not quite sure how because I don't think he's talented. I, I do. I just mean that. But he I very don't, quietly. Yes, very quietly or not in front of a camera that I've seen anyway. He's gone on to become a pretty big deal in media. I'm surprised, actually, to hear you see, 
say that because I don't know anything about that. And I saw his name this morning and went, Byron Allen, the guy from Real People? That's weird. Where did he go all these years? Because I think like Byron Allen, I think Real People was like the like the late 70s, the 80s. Yep. Like that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Saturday night, 8 o'clock, NBC, Byron Allen presents the Comedy and Music Superfest. There you go. The entire description of this. I don't know what a comedy and music super fest is. Maybe it's based on like a, you know, the Super Bowl this weekend. They call it the Super Fest. I don't know. Byron Allen presents Saturday night. Well, Super Bowl related would be make the most sense. But this is the first I'm hearing of it. So I can't. The comedy and music super fest. No idea. But maybe I'll be still awake at eight o'clock on Saturday night, and I'll. <laughs> I would guess that you're going to be awake. My goodness. Come on. It's not guaranteed, then. Yeah, he's listed here as I pull him up as a, a television producer. Mm. So he definitely, while I, st- I think he still does on camera stuff, he's been behind the scenes for making bank. I don't Good. know what he's worth, but he's probably worth a billion bucks. Well, he brought me a lot of joy on. I used to love real people, and that's incredible. Let me I don't see. know which one he was on. But. Am I anywhere near correct? Yeah, what? 800 oh, oh. million. Oh, 800 million. <laughs> 800 million is very that's close crazy. enough. Good for Byron Allen. Yep. And Sunday, 6.30 Eastern, 3.30 our time. This is why, look, most of the country, it's way past their bedtime when the Super Bowl ends. For us, we're like, okay, well, it's like 7, 8 o'clock. Uh, Super Bowl 57, 3.30 our time, 6.30 Eastern time. The Kansas City Chiefs take on the Philadelphia Eagles. Rihanna performs at halftime. Chris Stapleton is doing the national anthem. Babyface is doing America the Beautiful. Mm. And Cheryl Lee Ralph, I don't know her, will perform Lift Every Voice and Sing. Sounds familiar, but I don't know who that is. All right. Uh, one other trailer that I want to add to the lineup of stuff, because every Friday we throw up all these TV and uh, movie trailers. Um, the first trailer for Air has dropped, or will drop ahead of the Super Bowl. Were you able to find this? You were, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are recreating the story of the Nike Air, Nike's game-changing early days. Uh, ben Affleck is the director of this movie, and... He also stars in it opposite Damon, uh, Matt Damon, uh, Viola Davis, who plays Michael Jordan's mother. And it's this is your first look. And oh, look at all this old style te- technology, supposedly based on true on a true story. And they've just dramatized the thing. And it's got a lot of buzz, actually, this one. So the Nike story from the beginning is actually pretty interesting. And so I'm I would watch this. I think that's it's cool. Like they've from nothing. The guy used an actual waffle iron to make the like, you know, what you make right. waffles with. He was making pouring the rubber and making those shoes in up in Oregon, in Eugene. It's a big story that's in Oregon. So funny. I didn't realize it was in Eugene. It was Oregon, right. The University of Oregon is where uh, why can't I think of a Steve Prefontaine? I can't remember the guy's first name, but either way, part of that story, one of Jared Leto's first acting, big acting movie gigs, he played this Prefontaine guy who was a runner in, in Oregon at the okay. University of, helped start Nike, 
went to the Olympics. It's like a it's it's a huge success story. Really big. Well, this is apparently about them courting Michael Jordan to be their guy. In fact, I think it says a court story or a courting story or something like that. Uh, Bryn, does the trailer tell what the movie release date is? Because I'm not finding that in the story. Oh, let me take a look at that. See if it's at the end there. Anyway, uh, it's called... April 5th. Oh, April 5th. It's a ways off. Not very long. Between, but. if you look at that, and I, I don't, I'm probably saying way too much about Nike right here, but if you look at the way they got... Jordan, the Just Do It campaign, yeah, the way they got Tiger Woods, like they've done a lot of, they made a lot of smart moves, I guess is what yeah. you'd say. Like really, really big, bold, smart moves that have paid back in ways that are obvious. Well, they're Nike. I mean, there's, right. there's not a lot of argument from people. Oh, Nike. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's called Air. It's Ben Affleck, Matt Damon. And more. And that trailer is up at the Sarah and Vinny Facebook page. Uh, Britney Spears, I'm just going to mention this really quickly. Um, her friends and family almost staged an intervention. And then they realized she didn't have any friends or family anymore because all she does is blow people off on Instagram. I'm like, who are these people? Her family, her family can't get anywhere near her. Are you kidding me? There's a note at the guard shack at Britney's house that says, don't let these people in. Uh, supposedly, <laughs> they... They're all worried about her. I'm even worried. I don't know anything about this chick, and I'm worried about her. I see what she posts, and she just seems Don't like- worry, Sarah. Her fans will take care of her. They what got this. Fans? Yeah. Leave her alone. Yep. So they got this. friends that she doesn't have and her family that she's pushed away have been worried about her behavior lately to the point that they supposedly had an intervention planned. For whatever reason, they canceled it at the last minute. I guess they got turned around at the guard gate. Oh, it's canceled. That's it. The source says, Brittany's been acting increasingly erratically. Yeah, we've seen it. We all have the Instagram. Uh, and those around her, there are no those around her. There's only her husband. You never see anybody else in any of her posts unless they're in a restaurant having a fight. And then it's just people going, uh-oh, hey, is that Britney Spears? Why is she having a meltdown? She's off and up all night, sleeps all the day. A lot of anger. She's acting increasingly erratically around those uh, who are with. No one's with her. Another said things are absolute chaos behind the scenes. People are urging her to get help. No, they're not. No one has access. Okay. I I don't know. I mean, I do. I now it's weird because on one hand, she's, you know, I'm looking at a video of her pulling her skirt up too high. And I, it's going to go against the things I also think, which are as if I were her dad, I would be like, someone's got to fly, you know, uh, rope, swing on a rope into the room and rescue that girl. Like she's not okay. But oh my goodness, look at those legs. Hey, how you doing? So I don't know what to think about any of this. I'm, I was not part of the group that got her removed from her. You know, no, I don't, I don't campaign. Yeah. Mm-mm. I didn't campaign for her release, and I won't campaign for her. I don't know what, what, what do you want to call it. Capture. <laughs> I just, yeah. I'll just watch the story and hope for the fingers crossed. Yeah, I, I just do feel like these. The story comes out, and I think no, nobody knows. Nobody's in there. That camera, by the way, you know, you'd think, oh, I guess well, her husband's filming her. I don't think so. That seems to be a fixed camera, always in the same position. 
And what guy is going to be like, yeah, I'll sit here for four hours a day while you change outfits and come out and shake your hips in the same exact way and do this weird... Like, that's not... Well, you know, if, if, I, if, if I'm her husband and I don't have to have a job... And I'm and into her. That is your job. I, guess. I would do that. I mean, I I like girls. If I like that girl in particular, I would absolutely be like, yeah, you're gonna, you know. I I don't know. I don't know what to say about any of this. I really hope she's okay. She she does not look okay in any of her posts, and she definitely doesn't sound okay based on the things I'm reading from her posts. Right. Uh, there's this whatever source. I don't know if these are like the maids at the house who are telling people like what other no one else is allowed around her. Uh, they say her husband, Sam Asgari, is being as supportive as possible. There is also a side story where they're saying that she went to a doctor on Wednesday night and that it, quote, went well. Whatever that means. I don't know. Is that someone who's going to like try and figure out a cocktail for her? Mm. Anyway, there you go. Brittany's on the edge. I don't know what's going to happen. But good luck intervening when you can't get past the guard gate. <sighs> I wish someone would. Some, it feels like someone should, but no one's got access. I don't thing. know what it, because she looks like she's on drugs. But I don't know if that means she's just on her right her mood cock, levelers her or, right. yeah, whatever it is that's necessary. Or if she's self-prescribing something that probably shouldn't be in use. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. And we never will, Vinny. And we're lucky for us. We're not people who have to deal with Britney Spears. We just read the stories. Try not to enjoy it too much. It's hard. Sarah and Vinny. The Radio Alice Report. What's up, everyone? This Alice Report is brought to you by... Fremont Bank. When you bank with Fremont Bank, your dollars stay local. Because of their clients, the bank and its foundation donated to support the work of 116 area school districts, hospitals, nonprofits, and art organizations just in 2022. Now the bank is focused on continuing this support in 2023. Visit FremontBank.com forward slash community today. All right, everyone. So... Uh, weather today looks like we've got a nice weekend ahead, although I do see some snow in the forecast possible oh, for Tahoe, which isn't good. bad. Great. Good news. It's all like a, one of those all-time winters that we really needed. So, you know, Mother Nature came through big for us this year. Uh, let's see. The Super Bowl is this Sunday at 3.30. Uh, tomorrow is Christina's birthday. Happy birthday, honey. Happy birthday, Chris. Speaking of, around the corner is Valentine's Day, and I know many of you don't, you know, look, when you're early in your relationship, this is more important than later. But then again, later down the road, you might have all, you might already have been letting too many days pass without paying attention to your person. So this might be a reason to get back on that horse so to speak that's probably not the right word might be a good time to pay attention to your person right you know it's gonna hurt them even more if the one day you're supposed to you really don't right but if you're you know look if you do daily maintenance on your relationship i'm sure you don't need valentine's day here's something though that's semi-related and i have to admit i think it's i believe this to be true okay so date nights are linked to stronger marriages, more set- sexual satisfaction, 
and the the benefits yeah. go on and on. Date nights. Now you'd say to yourself, but who's got time? That's the point. You got to make that time. That is the point. There's no doubt that that, and if your person is asking for a date night or tries to plan a date night and you're, you know, straight arming them, man or woman, whoever, you're blowing it. You're pushing that out. Like that's, date nights are important. I realize you'd say to yourself, oh, but the kids and the, and the job, you've got to reconnect or you are going to disconnect. In my opinion, I'm a hundred percent with you. Those are Many, if, if someone is actively asking you for this, they're trying to tell you something, right? Too. They're trying to we save you guys, this. right? They, they, I, and I believe that that is effort that you should accept with open arms, as opposed to giving ten reasons why you can't. Right. Make time. And it's and I'll tell you another thing. I understand the hesitation aside from like, okay, of course you've got your, whoa, but what I gotta, and we gotta, and the kids, but I also understand you haven't maybe done that in a long time together and haven't actually talked together in a while about anything other than, did you get that bill? Did the trash get out did the can you take the kids to the one to the thing and put put the piano lessons in the t-shirts and the many people enter into marriage seeking heightened levels of intimacy communication and togetherness but struggle to keep the fires burning in their relationship after a period of time or after the kids or and this is one of the ways that you can keep things going yeah and just so, to remind yourself of what you got into this for in the first place. Like you, a lot of times there was real love and you've just let that it's become mundane and life has taken over and you're not making time to like see each other and connect and talk and do something special. And also do that one thing to me. I couples like so who, much. oh, oh, all right. I'm in couples who devote time specifically to dating one another and they put a number on it. I don't even think it, there, there needs to be a number, but it has to happen. They say, though, once or twice a month are way more likely to report better relationship quality compared to couples who do not make time for each other. So I thought that was an important reminder as we head into Valentine's. I know many of us, right. V-Hale specifically, will go on a rant about how it's a Hallmark holiday, but... Maybe this is one of those Hallmark holidays that's necessary in your relationship. Necessary for some people, for sure. Like, there are people who are like, he will show me that he loves me on Valentine's Day. And I will have flowers delivered to me at work, and all my coworkers will know I am loved. Spouses that had frequent Mm -hmm. date nights are significantly more likely to report that divorce was not at all likely. No, that's, that's not happening. No, we're we're good. We're rock solid. Date nights of all things right. can keep that connection. So there's this is I'm not selling you anything. I'm just reading you a story. You're selling it to me. I'm in. I'm, I'm not trying it. to. Okay. On a date tonight. Ooh. You are. Well, for us, date nights really more on me in the bathroom, but because uh, mm. we know what we actually don't. 
On Fridays, we go over to this pizza joint. So That's a we, date night, though. You yeah, too. We're it's just do you too. We'll do that. And by the way, you well, we two our son there. <laughs> spend more time together than any couple I know. I know. I date him in the backyard. I date him behind the shed. I date him in front of the house. I date him over at the hardware store. All right. God, we're always together. I love it. Let me ask you, I did this story and I, I started it, I mean, and then we ended up shining it on and and I looked back at it this morning and went, that, God, that's a good, so let me ask you a question. Okay. This is a, it's going to catch you off guard and so maybe you don't have a stock answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway. What kind of, let me, advances do you expect to happen a hundred years from now? For example, and this is what uh, the story I have, so you have a minute or two to think about it. An old old newspaper article from 1923. Ooh. Looking ahead to 2023, there were predictions like this. Okay, let's hear it. There will be no ugly people. The thought of beauty pageants would become obsolete because we will be designer human beings by 2023. Of course, that hasn't happened, although we're, you know. We do have options, though, now. You do hear, yeah, that there's gene possibilities that you can remove. Yeah. I don't know how really possible all that is. Right. I think you'd Designer have to be babies. with a doctor from the beginning, so that would be weird. But even genes aside, I can go in and get my face worked on. I, you know what I mean? Yes. Like there are, maybe it didn't manifest in the ways they exactly thought, but people do have options and, and we're, I think we're staying better looking longer with our Botox and our exfoliations. One of the predictions from 1923 was the average person will live to be 100 by 2023 and that's not true at all, but... We do have significant health improvements since then. What was the average uh, life expectancy in twenty in nineteen twenty three? Fifty seven. Oh my God! You're kidding me. Nope. And now it's around seventy six. <laughs> That's crazy. We got we ended up with twenty extra years mm-hmm. on average. Wow. Uh, they say for nineteen twenty three cancer will be cured and it's not even close i mean okay maybe there are significant advances there as well but but cured not cured no yeah ask that person going to chemo today yeah if they feel like this thing's been cured because they're about to throw up and have no they hair. may eventually be cured of it by you know today's modern medicine but there is no like oh take this pill and you're all set and another on the list from 1923, a prediction for 2023, telepathy. Yeah, why did we think that would develop? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I yes, we communicate now with these things that we carry around and take for granted. We so don't really take them for granted. Telephony and not yeah. telepathy. <laughs> right. Uh, I, we don't take them for granted. We'll turn around no matter how far we are from home to go get it. But I mean, right. it's still a lot of power in your hand. Yeah. It's easy to take for granted. All right, I'm going to lay down my predictions right Our now. Our boy okay, Elon's working on that right now, though, right? With the Neuralink thing? Yeah, yeah. No, and that's, look, that's part of what I'm talking about. We and are... Neuralink is a thing, dude. Oh, my God. Can you imagine you just half robot? Yep. No, we're going full cyborg here. So in 2123, 
100 years from now, I think that nanotech, nanomed tech, nano everything tech is going to be standard. It's going to take over our lives and you're going to have nanobots in you that just clean up your blood and make sure you know they eat the cancer cells so cancer will be cured. Uh, and then we're all going to have implants where we can control all these apps and maybe you'll have an eyepiece where you can have like um, Steve Austin vision. Zoom in. You know, we're going to have all kinds of medical implants and, and neural link implants and things like that. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Oh, that's right. I'll be dead. But still, my kids might like it 100 years from now. Oh, your kids will be here. Well, I won't. They live to be 120. I don't know. I mean, that seems like. But maybe. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, speaking of advances in technology. Technology. You may like this, Sarah. Okay. You might need it. I don't know. I probably need it. A new, tri- a new pill to treat constipation. Oh, I don't need that. Just became available <laughs> this week. Oh. It's not a drug. Instead, it vibrates. Uh-oh. The brand name is Vibrant. The FDA approved the pills in August, and they just became available as a prescription this week. You take one pill each night before bed, and the vibration stimulates nerve cells in your gut to help you evacuate. So it's almost like, I don't know what they call it. In, like, is it peristalsis or something? Like, as you're the, it's the sort of involuntary muscle movement that moves your food along as it's being digested or down in your guts, in your bowels. Brand check peristalsis, please. I think is that it, what you said? I think it means to swallow. Like, it's, oh. don't we have a peristalsis in our throat? Too? I can't remember. But there's some, like, act, action that your guts do to move things through your colon and, and all your stuff, your intestines. They say yeah, this Sarah. pill. Sarah's absolutely right. Yeah, Again, she is. Wow. So this she's thing, also the new me... trivia champion. Everyone, check her out next Wednesday as she takes on who knows. Well, I'm, I'm going to throw it so that I don't have to always do it. Oh, no, you need to do on. it. How dare nah, you? Because I think you threw it yesterday. So you're telling me I take this pill somewhere between my mouth and my gut, it activates, and then I no, don't... no, no. You have to activate it. You activate the pill before you swallow it, and then it vibrates for about two hours, stops for six hours, and then starts vibrating again for two hours. They buzz for three seconds at a time, followed by a three-second pause. Doctors tested it on 200 people who suffer from persistent constipation, meaning they have fewer than three bowel movements a week. Okay, listen. Blah, 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 what you just said. You reuse this thing. Do you reuse it? The, the, there's uh, a little. You, it has to be you, charged up. They're showing. You swallow the glass. I think. Though. I think it's disposable. Please, God, let it be disposable. Please let that be disposable. Forty percent of the people who tested it said it helped them go at least one additional time per week, and there was no straining involved. Which you know that's not You're good for to, you. It's supposed to happen. I tell my kids all the time, let your body do its job. There's no, you're not in a rush. Just go sit down and let your body do its work. Some people could feel the pills vibrating inside them, but said it wasn't uncomfortable or painful and that it costs $69 a month. It's not uncovered. It's not covered by insurance yet, but I think that's pretty neat 
Well, certainly it might be better a... than taking something that's going to, you know, make you flush all the time. Right. I know a lot of people rely on things that are. Uh, what are those things called where you take those and they clear you out at the bottom? Laxatives. Laxatives. Yeah. I knew there was a word for it. You got parasols. I know. I can come up with parasols, but I can't, up with, can't come up with laxative. <laughs> Jesus, Sarah. Caught him on the edge of glory. Our text number is 800-400-3697. Uh, COVID strained couples, says 415. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm well, well aware. Well, suddenly you were together all the time, and there was no leaving, and no one else was coming over, and yeah, there you still are. 408 says, I'd have to plan the date and my now ex-husband would stare at his phone the whole time. Yeah, I mean, both people have to get with it. Yep. And that's kind of why I did the story. I don't... Now ex-husband. There it is. Mm-hmm. Uh... Sarah, did you report the charming Harry Styles Grammy story of the old woman who announced his win? Freaking adorable. No, I what? didn't report that. I didn't, I didn't hear, hear that. It. Was it... Are you they sure it wasn't Harry Styles just dressed up as an old lady? I mean, he does go for the he does do pearls. old lace look, yep. right? <laughs> uh, what I tell every newlywed I know, remember what it took to get her. Keep doing that to keep her. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah. Maybe that's a pastor who marries someone. Oh, okay. Uh, Byron Allen is also the creator and executive producer of the game show Funny You Should Ask. I don't know that. I've never heard of that. But I'm show. glad to hear him having great success. Cause like hugely great success. $800 million, million success. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. oh. He was just a guy who was hosting, you know, a segment on real people. I love it. Sarah and Vinny on Alice at 97.3.